Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're going to be talking about social distancing with style today in this continuation of the Choose FI Daily Show. It's really just intended to be kind of pulling back the curtain and recognizing that we're all in this together. None of us, none of us is escaping all of the the fallout from, you know, this this pandemic that is spreading around the globe right now. And this is a really interesting opportunity for us to come together and share our best practices, our resources, our encouragement, our struggles but recognize that we are not alone. We're doing this together. So to help me with this, I have my co-host Brad here with me today. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jonathan. I am doing quite well today. I really am. It's been a, a good morning. I've got to uh, spend the essentially the whole morning with my family. We played a new, a new game. I told you we started playing a board game. Well, I guess it's a card game called Dominion, right? Uh, we had purchased a bunch of the expansion sets and we've been like slowly doling them out essentially. So we don't, uh, kind of use them all up at once. And we actually just opened our very last one this morning. So it's kind of, kind of an exciting little board game moment, which is cool. Well, I kind of want to talk about you being quite well because, yeah. uh, yesterday, uh, there was a pretty big uproar that, uh, when you kind of introduced how you were doing on the show, you were not. And apparently <laughs> your actual status, your health and your perception of your being is very important to people right now. And they said, you, Brad Barrett, you need to lock it up. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I have to say at first I was like, oh wow, this is pretty wild. But you know, it made me feel really good that people, I mean, genuinely look forward to me saying I'm doing quite well. It was, I, I must have seen maybe four or five posts across the different Chooseify main Facebook group and local groups about it. So I can assure you folks out there, I am, I am genuinely doing quite well. Fantastic. So Jonathan, kind of talking about, you know, encouragement and, and really understanding that we have to make the best of this, right? Like we talked about yesterday, this is reality and you always have multiple ways of looking at things. You can look doom and gloom, or you can try to make the best of it. And I think today is is honestly an example where my family, we're trying to make the best of this. And, and just before, uh, my two daughters and my wife, Laura, and I, we went down into our garage and we actually did what essentially is like an at-home CrossFit workout. So uh, I don't know if you've heard of the website uh, wadprep.com, but the guy, the founder and head coach there is named Ben. He, he's actually a member of the Choose of I community, and he runs one of the biggest fitness and certainly CrossFit sites in the world, WadPrep. And he sent out this list of like 28 workouts you can do at home and wow. with no equipment, which is awesome. He actually uh, set up a short link for it at wadprep.com slash free dash workouts. And we'll link to that certainly in our, in our show notes and the financial resilience uh, resources. But uh, the four of us did an 18 minute workout this morning, which was just awesome. We did like a little hundred meter run and then you'd come back and do 15 air squats, another hundred meter run, 15 push-ups, a third hundred meter run, and then 15 sit-ups. And we just did that as many times as we could in 18 minutes. And it was, I mean, it was killer. We were sweating like crazy and just having a ball. And I have to say, Anna beat me. She beat me by 50 yards. She uh, <laughs> dominated. Wow. <laughs> so everybody wow. did great. Molly wasn't, Molly and Laura certainly were not too far behind. And it was just, it was really fun. And again, we could have sat there moping, but what is that? How does that serve you? 
It doesn't at all. It's a beautiful spring day out. Why not go out and enjoy it, right? So I, uh, yeah, I was basically, I watched a lot of Dora the Explorer with my son (laughs) (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Need to, uh, need to switch this up, man. Be a little more active here. I think one thing that you're pointing out that's really important for all of us is recognizing the importance, the power of routine. And right now, all of us are going to likely be scrambling to find out what our new routine is and, uh, or adapting previous ones. And this is a real opportunity for us as we kind of, think about this with the the limitations or the perceived restrictions that we might have and not just give in to anxiety and dread and fear and just binge watching television with and and kind of excluding everything else like you're you can still be active you can still exercise you can still engage with your family and have a great time and so um I like that you guys I know I've seen posts on your Facebook thread as well of things that you and the family are doing that are really active and I have to imagine like this isn't a ban on going outside. You could you can go outside. You can take a walk around your neighborhood. You can exercise in your driveway or your garage. In fact, the weather keeps getting better and better and better. Like you don't have to stay inside in a closet, but let's spend some time with our family doing stuff together as a family. And that's uh, that's pretty cool, Brad. Yeah, Jonathan, I totally agree. And just go outside. It's really, it's not that hard. It's, it's gorgeous out, at least here in Richmond VA and, you know, late March, it is gorgeous. And we're taking a walk every day after dinner. We're doing like a one mile run as a family every other day. I mean, we're really trying our best. And, you know, we, we, uh, titled this episode, social distancing with style. And I I have a couple examples of what we're actually doing today. So at two o'clock, we are doing a social distancing walk with my parents. So uh, my my dad, I actually mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I had a, a sick family member. My dad has been in the hospital and a rehab facility for essentially the last month. And he just got out, which is amazing. So uh, the girls have not seen him in a month. So yeah, now now that he's home, which is amazing, we would love to see him, right? But both, both ways. He and my mom are at in the highest risk groups, but also they have been around a lot of people. They've been in hospitals. So I think there's some trepidation, both sides, but clearly we want to see them. And, and I think the question is, how can we do that? And what we decided to do was a social distancing walk. So it's really great for my dad now to be up and walking around. So even if it's just 50 yards, you know, it might not even be that much, frankly, but, but what we can do is we can stand there at a distance and that might be six feet. It might be 10 feet. I, you know, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but we can stand and we can talk to them, right? We can't give them hugs and kisses, but we can stand and talk to them and spend time with them. And it's just going to be a fun kind of outside the box thing because our reflexive answer was again, on both sides, I'm not sure if we can do this, but there's, almost always going to be an answer. And I think this was kind of just that little bit of flexible thinking that's going to enable us to see them, which I'm just really thrilled about. 
Yeah, that's a really awesome thing that you're able to do and and still keep the social distancing because one thing that we hear a lot and that we've heard a lot in the past is that people in this older age group, as their health issues pile on, or maybe they are in a retirement home, nursing facility, they get lonely. And actually that loneliness can be more deadly than anything else. And so if you know somebody who's in one of these facilities where nobody can come in and visit, um, make sure to call them. That loneliness can be just as detrimental with everything else going on. And so whatever we can do to combat loneliness with our positivity and our, uh, our call or FaceTime, if they can uh, use that on their phone, they're, uh, you know, <laughs> try try to do that and and combat loneliness first because that's going to compile with everything else. And, uh, you know, it's kind of tied to that, but uh, my my son is getting lonely and getting, going stir crazy, right? His, he has neighbors, little kids down the street that are just like, he just wants to see them and doesn't understand why, even though he sees them, we're not letting him go hang out right now. And so what we actually did is... We just did FaceTime with the kids right across the, you know, right across. Like they just wanted to have a virtual kid meetup and just talk to each other. And they end up singing the ABC song and it's adorable. But I mean, you just, you got to think creatively and I like it, man. Social distancing with style. Brad, I think you had a couple other anecdotes for <laughs> us as well. Yeah. So I guess today is like our big social day. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, later at four o'clock, we are having a social distancing happy hour with our, our good friends, Matt and Elizabeth, who live right around the corner. Uh, we obviously, we're all going a little bit stir crazy here, right? But but this is really important for society, like we've talked about, Jonathan, on, on the podcast this week. So clearly, we do not want to do anything to mess that up. But we, we're, again, trying to think outside the box. So we are going to literally walk over there. We're going to bring our own chairs. We're going to sit outside. We're going to bring our chairs and maybe a couple of uh, adult beverages. And we have a 45-minute happy hour planned. So nobody's going anywhere near each other. We're going to sit there and chat. We're not touching their chairs. or I mean, even anything crazy like that, right? Like crazy. we bring our own stuff. <laughs> we're going to sit down. We're going to have a happy hour and we're going to mosey our way home. And it's just we're really looking forward to it, right? I love it. You know, what's interesting and it's good to point out to people is that outside, there are people that have to go to work. They have to, it's not optional. And so if you have the luxury or if your employer has enabled you to work from home, or if you can visualize a way that you can work from home, we're not only helping ourselves, but we're actually helping everybody that has to go to work just by cutting down the contact. If we can cut down the contact by 75%, right? And this isn't you go out once a week instead of four times a week. It's rather just in mass. If more of us can stay home, it actually protects also the people that do still have to go to work to whatever degree that is actually required. But it's important for you to know that the world is still moving. It is still going. It's not like, it may feel very quiet. And for some people they're like, well, the world's just catching up to how I live right? Like introverts unite. But uh, but the world is still turning. The earth is still rotating. Like it's, the sun is beautiful out there. And I'm telling you, there is something to be said for just getting out of your house on these nice days, walking around your neighborhood with your family and saying hi and talking with your neighbors. This is not going to hang out, but it's literally just saying, hey, it's nice to see you outside enjoying this beautiful day. Talk about spring, whatever. You don't need to go so far inwards that you just 
you don't, you can't talk to anybody, right? And I think that's kind of the key to this whole social distancing with style, like with the limitations and our understanding of facts on the ground and following the latest guidance from the CDC and the World Health Organization, staying inside those constraints, what does it look like? Um, because you don't want to give in to those, those, maybe those inner demons that are just telling you it's all over. It's never coming back, whatever. And it's going to send you to a very dark place. You can't do that. So work within the constraints, find new routines, find that happy place. Let's stay there for right now. All right. So next week we're going to be picking up where we left off and we're going to talk about uh, core expenses. But I, but I just wanted to kind of give you a little teaser reel of that because, you know, while we're talking a little bit of this was doom and gloom, look at all the things you can't do. And well, there is some upshot, even for those of us that aren't sitting on an incredible amount of cash to to invest in the market right now. When the uh, the federal when the Federal Reserve slashed the rates this past week, uh, there was an impact for for many many people in our audience, and it was obviously to to help with the markets and provide some confidence to the markets. Whether or not that worked, <laughs> will is to will be seen, I guess, in the future. But the practical implications of that is that rates dropped across the board. So, um, you know, the negative of that would be that your savings account rates, your high yield savings account rates are probably going to go down a little bit. But the good news is there has never, never been a better time to look at your, the loans that you have right now. And in particular, I'm thinking about your car payments, your mortgage payments, your student loan payments, these types of payments, maybe even your credit card payments will go down a little bit as well. Uh, the interest rate is what I'm talking about here. But with that in mind, People that are looking at this from a proactive place have the opportunity to save a lot of money and fix this reduction in interest rate in far beyond the time that we're going to be talking about this pandemic. And so um, I just got a notice very recently, actually from Credible. So we're going to talk about this in the context of student loan refinancing. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that there's a lot of people in our audience that are still paying down their student loans. And the average student loan debt right now is, I believe, over forty thousand dollars. That's that's probably close enough for us to to kind of talk about this. So if you have thirty, forty thousand dollars of student loan debt that you, when you came out of school, when I came out of school, the interest rates were around five and six percent. Five and six percent were kind of the rates, and they've come down a little bit in the intervening years. But I suspect there's many, many, many people that have interest rates on their student loan, whether or not they be private or government. Those interest rates are sitting at above a 4% interest rate, four and a half, five percent 5%. I, I'm positive there's people in this audience listening to this. Credible right now, just sent out a notice, and in large part due to what's going on in the economy and what the Federal Reserve has done with interest rates, you can now get, for many people, you can get a fixed interest rate on your student loans, Brad, 3.08%. Wow. Holy cow. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I knew you were going to talk about Credible today, but that's that is remarkable. I never heard of a, of a interest rate that low on a student loan. So yeah, that's, uh, that is really cool. I mean, you're right. This is, again, we're looking for silver lining, right? Like clearly the interest rate drop is not good for savers, but for people with debt, like you said, of all types, you can expect your monthly payments to go down and that's not nothing. And when you're talking about significant amount of debt that, that a lot of people are coming into this community with, 
We did a uh, interest calculation on refinance and mortgage, which was so also this may be and probably will be, I don't know if we're hitting the bottom right now, but I would suspect that mortgage rates, uh, even though in the short term, you might actually see them go up because the demand is so high right now for the refinancing. Generally, if you're watching it, if you're getting periodic quotes, if you're checking in with a mortgage refinance agent, you can probably do the same. But I mean, just practically speaking here, this is pretty, this is pretty substantial. Now, now again, we're, when you're talking about student loans, the interest is probably just because the dollar amount is not the same as your, when you're talking about a mortgage that's $200,000, $300,000, et cetera. But 1%, cutting one plus percent off is pretty substantial. And in the times that we're in right now, where maybe you're trying to figure out what your core expenses are, you're trying to figure out how do I make sure that in this period of time, my family is financially resilient. If you can lock down, if you could take your student loan and however much time it has on it, you're able to lock in. I think usually student loans, you can get a 15-year fixed and knock at least a percentage point off of your off your interest rate at minimum at absolute minimum on a $40,000 balance you're looking at saving at least 40 bucks a month i would suspect if you play around with actually the length of time that you give yourself to pay it off and how much of a reduction you're able to get many people will see will be able to find that with this one choice they're able to save upwards of $100 a month now keep in mind that student loans as opposed to mortgages have very little cost attached to the origination. If you listen to the episode that we did several weeks ago, talking about how expensive it is to do a refinance and which additional fees to watch out for in the student loan space, they're basically rock bottom, especially when you're using a fantastic broker like credible. Uh, you can, you can basically get this out the gate. And so what we're going to look for here is when we talk about next week, we're going to go through all the different line items in our budget. And we're going to take a look at which ones make up those core expenses. And then we're going to talk about it from a strategic perspective, how to optimize those. But in the, in the meantime, with what we're talking about today, in the spirit of you know small actions daily, look at your student loans today. And if it will serve you, then consider using Credible. They're a fantastic broker. Highly recommend it. Go to choosefi.com slash Credible and see if you can save yourself some serious money. Yeah. And Jonathan, the probably the biggest news aside from the interest rate drop generally is for people who have federal student loans, which is there evidently is no interest due at this time. I think this is kind of still developing, but uh, this is a huge, huge deal. And as we get more information on this, we will certainly pass it along to you. But as, as we've said this entire week, this is, we're learning this stuff on the fly and we will have some information actually on the taxation, uh, the federal tax returns that are due, you know, April 15th, there's some interesting information that the payment deadline, so not the actual deadline to file, but the payment deadline has been extended to July 15th. And we have Sean Mullaney, the FI tax guy coming on next week to talk about this. So there is some good news here, you know, amidst, amidst obviously a lot of bad news there. We're trying to highlight these things that you can take advantage of to benefit as much as you can in this time of uncertainty. So I want to go ahead and switch gears, Brad, because talking about good news, talking about resources, uh, the team has rallied, the Choose FI team has rallied in an unbelievable manner to uh, to get those resources to our community. And we, we're actually coining, I don't know if we're coining the phrase, but we're certainly adopting the phrase, the accidental homeschooler. So uh, MK is on the, the call today. And MK, uh, I know you had chatted earlier, but why don't you catch us up? What is this accidental homeschooler resource that we're going to be rolling out? 
Yeah. So the wonderful team over at the Choose Fi International Foundation, who's put together our K through 12 education. So these are all teachers by by trade, by training. Um, They have put together homeschool resources. So if you have a child who is um, a toddler up to pre-K, grade school, middle school, high school, and even something for the adults too, um, just activities to get you through the day. Because if you found yourself with oh, school's closed for the next few weeks. I don't know what to do. I want to make sure the kids are learning something. They're active. We have this resource for you, Accidental Homeschooler, um, and we'll have the link in the show notes here so you can access that and download it. We are planning to continue to update it. So this is something we put together quickly this week, um, but we are planning to have more roll out. We just wanted to get something out right now. So by the time you go through all these activities, we will have more for you. And we, of course, want you to share anything that's working. We're also going to have Vincent Puglisi come back on the podcast next week because he's been homeschooling for years. So he has some good tips uh, that we can all learn from for those of us who now have kids at home suddenly that we have to make sure they're keeping up with school or learning or just active. Yeah. And MK, the resources they put together are incredible. And everything that we talk about in this financial resilience series is going to be linked up under choosefi.com slash start. There will also be a link to that page right at the top of our homepage at choosefi.com. So if you forget the slash start, you can certainly make your way there. But every single thing that we're putting together as a team is going to be available there. So please click over there and use this. They they did a remarkable job with it. All right, guys. Uh, real quick announcement. So next Monday, we are releasing our scheduled planned episode. And we're doing this because it's so incredibly timely. Michael Kitsis joined us. We actually took a look at Purple from a Purple Life's case study. Uh, this is a prototypical early retiree, had a number in mind. And and we know now with the benefit of hindsight, right as she was about to pull the trigger, the market saw a 20 plus percent decline. And we don't know where it's going, but right now, I don't think any of us are like filled with unbridled optimism that it's going to immediately turn around. So Michael Kitsis is talking about flexible spending rules for early retirees. When can you ratchet up your spending and when do you need to dial it down? I think all of us need this information. So I hope you get a kick out of that and understand why we released it when we did. Two other big takeaways that I want to make sure y'all are, you're hearing. First is, if you haven't looked at your student loans in the spirit of 1% better, in the spirit of looking at your recurring expenses and controlling what you can control, loans are ridiculously low right now. Great low interest, fixed rate terms. And I highly recommend you'd give Credible a shot. See if it's a way that you can save some money uh, on your student loans. Go to choosify.com slash credible for more information on that. The Accidental Homeschool Resources and all the resources to follow are going to be available on our website and we're creating a landing page so we can send those to you directly. To access that, go to chooseify.com slash start. It's been a mixed bag this week, right, everyone? It's been a mixed bag. I think we're all tired. I think we're a little stressed. We're just trying to figure out how to do our best with the circumstance that we've been given. But hopefully this daily show, this format is maybe a small bright spot in your week, something you look forward to. And so if that's the case, hang with us. We're going to get through this together. Be strong. We'll see you next time as we continue to go down the road less traveled.
<laughs> MK, are you really going to dance with me right now? Although it's not the right same now? music anymore. I know, no, like, no, I added the music. And I was like, I don't want to be negative, but it's not the music I'm used to. <laughs> and Jason was like, oh my gosh, you're so picky. And I was like, I'm used to doing the dance. <laughs> yeah. It's right here. I got. I, I shortened it though, Brad. I don't know if anybody noticed. I like did a 20. Yeah, good. it's great. Right there. Short music. Yeah, I like the very short version. It's awesome. I mean, might just stick with it.